Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Y'all, this is a big day as this is episode 100 of the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. What? When I first started this podcast a little under a year ago, I wondered if I would have enough to say to even get to 100 episodes. Well, the answer to that is clearly yes. Here we are. Um, When I started, I had no idea how many fallacies there are at the time. I probably knew of about 35. I knew there were more, but I didn't know how many more. And y'all, there's a lot of them. We are still only in season one, and I I still have a whole list of fallacies to work my way through for season one. And I already have plans for what we can do in seasons two and three. Season two is going to be all about uh, cognitive biases. So that is coming. That's going to be super cool. Season three. Well, I won't tell you. I'll keep you, um, I'll keep a little bit of surprise for what season three is going to be about. So I'm super excited. And today, before I get into a discussion of artificial intelligence, also called AI, um, in thinking, what it has to do with thinking, I want to thank you, my amazing thinking listeners. Y'all rock. Thank you for caring about the truth. Thank you for caring about right thinking. Thank you for wanting to love God with your mind. And thank you for sharing it with your friends, with your children, especially uh, with people that you school with, that you work with. I hear stories of how people are sharing it with their families. And you guys... (sighs) You are what has made this podcast successful, and I can't tell you the good it does for my heart to know that there are so many others out there who are tired of the lies, who are tired of the manipulation that we're being bombarded with, and they and you want to develop the superpower of just learning to think well. You encourage me to keep going, and boy, are we ever going to keep going. I have a fresh vision for how we can continue to become and to raise people who are crazy good thinkers. So real quickly, would you do me a favor in celebration of hitting 100 episodes? Would you take just a minute and share this podcast with a friend who you think might enjoy it? Just hit the little share button wherever you're listening. Text it to them. It's super simple, but super meaningful to me. It would be a great little gift to me for our 100th episode. And thank you, thinkers. You give me hope. Okay, so let's move on briefly to some thoughts on AI or artificial intelligence. Now, Just know that this is not going to be an all-encompassing talk in the least. We could spend hours discussing the topic of AI, the pros and the cons, concerns and opportunities, and I don't have time to go into all that. And plus, quite frankly, I am still getting my own head wrapped around it. I'm still learning about it. I'm, you know, trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean for us as humans who are facing a world where our need to think is both shrinking and growing at exactly the same time. And I'll get to that in just a minute, what I mean by that. But first, let me give you a real quick explanation of AI, artificial intelligence, if the concept is new to you. Now, to get this definition, guess what I did? I went on an AI program and asked, what is the definition of artificial intelligence? How, like, 
weird is that? Asking AI to define itself. Crazy. But anyways, here's part of the definition that it gave me. It said this, artificial intelligence or AI refers to the ability of a machine or computer system to perform tasks that typically require human-like intelligence, such as learning, problem solving, decision making, and adapting to new situations. These tasks may involve processing large amounts of data, recognizing patterns, and making judgments or predictions based on, based on that information. It went on to explain a few different types of AI. And at the very end of the definition, it said this. It has the potential to revolutionize many industries and has already had a significant impact on society. However, it has also raised ethical and moral concerns as it has the potential to displace human jobs and could potentially be used for malicious purposes. Did you catch that? It has the potential to replace human intelligence, human jobs, and could be used for malicious purposes. And maybe I'm a little cynical, but if we've learned anything about this world, it's this. Anything that can be used for nefarious purposes will be. Okay, let me give you a few examples that I have heard about how AI has been used. And this is just a few. My husband is kind of a techie. He likes learning about new stuff. And so he has done a lot more reading on this topic than I have done. And so he shared some of these with me and then I'll share an experience that I had with it myself. So here's a couple stories that my husband that told me. So they did um, kind of a comparison and they had a group of doctors who were together and they gave them some of the most difficult medical cases to see how long it took them to work through it and kind of come up with answers and come up with solutions and kind of solve the problems. And then they did the same thing with AI. They gave the same information to the AI and had them figure out, well, the doctors, the human doctors, it took them something like 10 hours and they had 67% accuracy. It took the machine AI like 30 minutes with 93% accuracy. Okay. How crazy is that? Think about the implications of that. Now, how do you think those doctors walked away feeling like, oh snap, we just got outdone by a machine. Here's another one. Here in, we live in Colorado, here in our state, uh, just over the summer, uh, and there was an art contest and the number one winner was an AI assisted piece of art that was done. And I just had to stop and think because I, right now my, um, with my daughter, we're doing some art history and we're studying art and it just made me think, wow, so is that an unfair advantage that this, and it was an amazing, amazing piece of art, but the artist used AI to complete it. So it's like, wow, where does that fit in? Do we need a whole nother category for that? Here's another one. Universities, I am hearing, are having to find new ways to evaluate learning since students are using AI to write their papers. Like they can literally go to these AI sites and type in the parameters of what they need and it will write a paper for them. <laughs> and they would even take those papers and put it into a plagiarism site and there's 0% plagiarism. So it means these AI are coming up with like unique papers based on the information that was given to them. They're not even plagiarizing, which to me, it's crazy. They're not just copying and pasting. Others uh, like code developers um, have been using AI to help them write flawless computer code that used to take the developers days or even weeks. And, and they're spitting it out in you know, I don't know, a matter of hours, really, really short. There's even now the ability that you could write, create, and edit videos 
all through artificial intelligence and you don't have to do any of it yourself. <laughs> you could just go, I could, I could put, I know like nothing about hockey for all intents and purposes, right? I could go into AI and I could create the top 10 tips to get good at playing hockey. And, um, it would create the whole video for me, images included, and I could post it to YouTube and get millions of followers theoretically and make money off this thing. And I know nothing about hockey. Is that crazy? Okay. Here's an even crazier one. I've told you guys before, right? I, I, uh, kind of write, I put together all of these podcast episodes, every single one that I do, I do the research on it, right? I kind of research the fallacies. I look for examples. I cite a whole lot of different, I look at a whole lot of different, um, sources and then I collate it and create each podcast episode with my own words out of my own voice. Cause I'm not going to copy and paste off different places like that. So, and it takes me a while. It takes me 45 minutes maybe per episode, which is a long time for like a five to 10 minute episode. But I feel like it's important, right? So that's how I've been doing it. Well, my husband, he said, okay, give me the give me the title of one of the episodes that you're working on. And it was Glittering Generalities. So I gave him Glittering Generalities. He put it in to this AI, whatever, generator thing. And within less than 30 seconds, this thing had popped out a podcast episode um, explaining what Glittering Generalities was, giving some examples of it, and... Uh, and it was, it took it 30 seconds and y'all, it was not bad. It was, I was like, wow, this is actually kind of legit. So this, this, this thing could write podcast episodes. It could help people like, there's just so much stuff to it. Right. So I, I started thinking, man, what are the implications of this? I have a podcast where I talk about how to think, right? Uh, the concept of us being more human as God created humans to be. And part of that is using our mind and using our, our intellect and our ability to think. And so here's this thing that is meant to replace that in a lot of different ways and can certainly outdo it in a lot of ways. So I just thought we just need to have this conversation. And I wanted to record this episode because I want you to have the conversations too in your own household with your own families. What do you think about this? What do you think? So here's a few of the pros and cons um, that I've thought of just recently as I was brainstorming for this episode. By no means is this an exhaustive list. It's just a few off the top of my head. What are some of the ones that you guys come up with? (laughs) The pros and cons that you can see. Okay, so here's a few Um, And this first one could be a pro. It could be a con. I listed it under cons and I'll explain why. And basically what I told my husband is I said, wow, what could happen is humans now could just kind of turn into brokers of information. So using my hockey example, I don't actually need to know anything about hockey. I just need to know how to put in good prompts and I could look like online a hockey expert which, okay, maybe that's super cool. Maybe that's amazing. But if you actually sat down and asked me any questions, I would be totally clueless. So that's interesting to me. That to me seems like a con because I was like, now I haven't learned anything. I haven't developed my brain at all. But on the flip side, maybe that's a pro. Maybe I wanted to make money. Maybe I wanted to build a business. Maybe it's something I had an interest in. And rather than taking 10 years to get good at hockey, I could start this way and have content to put out that could help people. Cause I mean, the content would still be accurate. It would still be correct. And maybe that's a pro, right? In terms of being able to find information and put it out. Interesting, huh? Here's another one. So basically people who know nothing can now teach anything. 
Me, who knows nothing about hockey, could teach it. Isn't that crazy? I think that's crazy. So here's another con. I think this is a con of literally thinking being done by machines. That's crazy to me. Because now what, you know, we, what we can outsource our thinking, we don't need to think for ourselves. Is it going to be better in some ways? Like the incident with the doctors, it seems as though the computer thought better than the doctors did. And so what does that mean for medicine? What does that mean for, you know, a, a lot of different industries? I think that's just something fascinating to think about. Now, another con, I recently saw that in some instances, the AI has been taught to either to lie or to regurgitate one agenda or one viewpoint or to not even discuss certain other viewpoints. So in other words, censorship is already happening. And so what it's doing is it's going to present, it's going to say, if you put in, hey, give me five reasons for X, Y, Z, if the AI has been programmed to not discuss that, you won't even be able to get information on that. Uh, whereas if you put in, give me five points about ABC, the opposite viewpoint, oh, you'll get tons of information and it will be presented as the correct information rather than giving both sides of an argument. Y'all, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. Censorship in that way is very dangerous. We need to be able to find both sides of an argument and not have one. Because here's the thing, who gets to decide which argument is bad? Who gets to decide which argument gets censored and which gets promoted? We've already been seeing that in social media and it's a disaster. So think about it. If the AI is trained that way, it will just continue to learn along those lines. Now, here's some pros that I thought, okay, what are some pros to this? Well, I can kind of, in my mind, compared it to a calculator because a calculator, you know, as long as you can input the question, so to speak, correctly, it can do um, amazing calculations and spit out the answer almost instantaneously. And so that has been helpful, right? That's been helpful in a lot of ways. Has it been good for us? I don't know. You be the judge of that. Has it been good for humanity? I don't know. You can be the judge of that, right? But it does help us. It has kind of replaced our ability to have to know or think about how to do some maybe complicated math, maybe even simple math, and do it very quickly. Now, we could also compare it to search engines like, you know, Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you use for search engine. So it, it is the ability to collate lots of information very quickly, right? We all right now have access to information uh, because of the internet. However, with AI, now it doesn't just have access to the information, it, no, it does something with it. So needless to say, that's just a very short list. There's a ton of considerations when it comes to AI and to our everyday lives. For me, for the purposes of this podcast, I'm interested in the relationship between artificial intelligence and our ability to think. What's going to happen to it? In one sense, our need to have to think could be said to go down because we literally have all the knowledge in the world at our fingertips, able to give us information in seconds, but not just give us information like Google does. AI can now put it together, can make sense of it, can perform complex tasks, and I dare say can almost think in some instances. But I contend differently. I, I, and I say that because of the rise of artificial intelligence, I think that the need to be able to think well actually increases. As society tries to blur the line between man and machine, we have to live even more fully in our humanness as God created us to be. And what, you know, what does this mean for humanity and how to be human? Well, here's just a few thoughts. Machines don't have empathy. They don't. 
Here's another question. How do we live in a society that's dumbing us down, right? That's making us dumber. That's, that's requiring less of us. What happens to our ability to think, to our ability to discern between truth and lies when we can just go somewhere and be fed a certain answer? What happens to our ability to recognize manipulation? How do we love God with our mind when it seems like our mind is being made obsolete? These are some pretty intense questions. And again, I want to encourage you, discuss this with your family. I think it is a fascinating topic and something we have to start having conversations about. So in addition to practicing good thinking and recognizing bad thinking, this is the kind of thing I want to dive into with you. We cannot bury our heads in the sand. AI is here to stay and it's only going to get better. It's only going to get smarter and it's going to bring a radical shift in our society and how we operate. I know I, for one, don't feel totally ready for it, but I'm working on it and we're having conversations about it here at our house. We are also going to be having conversations about it in the new membership I am launching this month and I can't wait. Um, I'll have lots of details for you next week and you'll have an opportunity to get in on it as a founding member. If you are not already on my email list, you can go sign up for it now at filteritthroughbraincell.com forward slash contact and you'll be the first to get all the details. All right, y'all, this was kind of a doozy. I know this was a doozy. That's it for today. I hope this episode has inspired you to think about artificial intelligence and have a conversation with your family about it. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.